This is your Classical Break, your daily dose of classical music. I'm Tyler Alderson, and today we're continuing with Samuel Coleridge Taylor's Four Novelettin for String Orchestra. Now, you'd like to think that being a renowned composer would mean a good bit of money came your way. But for every Haydn or Beethoven who shrewdly negotiated deals that paid them handsomely, there are guys like Mozart and Schubert who, for one reason or another, lived a life of financial instability. And unfortunately, Coleridge Taylor fell into the latter category. This piece was one of the many that he wrote and published, yet never saw much return on. Part of the issue is that he was often forced to sell the rights to his music for a one-time fee, rather than a deal based on continuing royalties, and the fees were usually pretty meager. Even his biggest hits didn't bring him much financial security. We don't know the particulars, but this piece almost certainly brought very little money in for him, and the publishing house also seems to have made a loss. Coleridge Taylor's main income streams were through conducting and teaching, but even then he had his ups and downs. He became the head of an orchestra in his hometown of Croydon, but that folded a few years later. He ended up funding concerts out of his own pockets, which were sometimes successful, sometimes less so. He served in various posts throughout his 20s and 30s, but he never had a full-time, stable income that he could rely on. The best money he made was through commissions, especially for a couple of sequels to his big hit, Hiawatha's Wedding, but even those weren't enough to sustain him long-term. As an aside, one of those commissions was for a violin concerto, which Coleridge Taylor based on African-American spiritual melodies. One of the central themes was the song, Keep Me From Sinking Down. But when he sent the manuscript over to the U.S., it was carried by the Titanic and subsequently lost due to, yep, the boat sinking down. And his life had a bit of that kind of luck, never quite getting the breaks that he needed, which took a toll on him. And added to the stress of never quite being financially comfortable was the racial abuse that he and his family received throughout his life. The musical circles he moved in generally accepted him, and the novelty of his race may have even helped a little in certain circumstances. But outside of the concert hall, he was a black man walking through the streets of London and married to a white woman to boot. His daughter spoke about how he would hold her hand as they walked and his grip would tighten whenever groups of young men would walk by since they often had abusive comments waiting for him. And even if he had built up any kind of defense or thick skin during his life for the abuse directed at him, it didn't help when his family was the target of harassment. All of this contributed to his early death at the age of 35 from a bout of pneumonia. And to add insult to injury, his memory has all but faded from popular consciousness, especially for how big a composer he was in his time. The kind of music he wrote, in keeping with the turn-of-the-century English style, went out of fashion and took his reputation with it. The real irony is that Coleridge Taylor actually lived the life of hardships that stereotypically go along with great art. And yet, his compositions were too often cast aside as light music. They're not serious enough. If the first two novelettes we listened to yesterday did fit into that lighter mold, these two show a bit more emotional depth. The third is achingly beautiful, featuring a gorgeous solo violin melody early on. The fourth is vigorous with a danceable but driving melody and a few darker turns along the way. Here are the strings of the U.S. Air Force Band with the third and fourth novelettin from Coleridge Taylor's Four Novelettin for String Orchestra.
Again, like the music that we listened to yesterday, there's a danceable feel to this one, but how different it is, especially with those dark tones and the lower strings towards the end. Thanks to the U.S. Air Force Band for putting that up on imslp.org. And thank you for listening. If you have the chance, please rate and review this podcast wherever it is that you're getting it. I'm Tyler Alderson, and tomorrow for your classical break, we'll be listening to a clarinet concertino by Von Hall, one of Haydn and Mozart's good friends. I'll see you then.